live from Studio 99, this incredible new facility inside Rogers Place. It is the City Ford Faceoff Show, Oilers Hockey, presented by Osmond Auction. My name is Reed Wilkins, joined as always by Bob Stoffer. Good evening, Bob. Reed, pleased to be here. I think there's a bunch of people here that are pretty stoked as well because we got quite the lineup on the opening show. And a very special guest right off the top of the show. It is the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne, thanks for stopping by. My pleasure, and uh, we were lucky enough to be here last night. It's a beautiful place, and everybody worked really hard to put this together relatively quickly. And uh, we had a fun night last night for Grant's opening, and uh, hopefully tonight will be a fun night. Hopefully the energy from the third period the other night will uh, seep into our game tonight. Incredible comeback for sure. I, I got to ask you about seeing this Studio 99, first of all. I mean, a bunch of your jerseys from throughout your career, so many pictures and, and memorabilia. When, when you look around and take all mm -hmm. this stuff in and realize it's going to be available for fans to look at as well, what goes through your mind? Well, listen, <clears throat> I was lucky. Uh, my dad was a big believer in collecting things. And... He would get so mad at me if I didn't get him a jersey or didn't give him a stick or pucks, gloves, uh, some of the helmets that are here. So uh, part of why we kept everything is my dad wanted to keep it. And here now, people get a chance to see it, and I'm a huge historian. Uh, I used to visit the Hockey Hall of Fame when I was a kid all the time. And I think the greatest, one of the greatest things about our game is the history of our game. And for a young franchise, a relatively young franchise, we have a great deal of history here. So it's cool for me to walk through it and see things uh, that uh, I have and that I've collected over the years. And it's fun to see them, and I'm glad everyone else gets a chance to see them. You know, Wayne, uh, you we're at Studio 99. i got to ask you this. Studio 54, did you make it back in the day? Or is that something you can't discuss? It because you got all these people taking pictures. Could you imagine? We, what I yeah, we we did get there a couple times, but you know we we only went to New York once a year. So, uh, but we did get there a couple times, and I'm sure Paul and Mark and Kevin were with me. We should mention uh, you. You mentioned you only make it to New York a couple times. You were in New York, mm -hmm. and you were in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. So the team is 2-0 and oh when you've been in the building. So I think that bodes well for tonight, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, you know, it's exciting. Um, you know, we went to New York on uh, Wednesday of last week, and my wife and I, and uh, we went Daryl and Renee, and uh, just to go to New York, and I got a chance. I took my wife and my two kids to uh, see Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. The Oilers had a nice win in overtime. And then um, I went from there to Florida, actually, and decided to go back to Winnipeg because I was coming here. And I went to Winnipeg kind of selfishly because I could get on the plane, uh, team plane from Winnipeg to here, make my life easier. So I got to see the game in Winnipeg, and like you said, the third period was phenomenal. Uh, but we've had a hard start. You know, we've played four road games against four good teams, and we got the next four or five games are really good hockey clubs well they're all good now uh, even the teams that finish near the bottom play hard so we got a tough schedule to start but i think it'll build camaraderie for the team and it'll give them uh, some positive energy here we can get a couple big wins ninth comeback by the edmonton oilers of three goals or more in the third period the uh, second uh. since 1990 there was one in 1990 uh. the rest were before that what the C word gets used all the time, confidence. you got to be feeling good. I talked to Craig McTavish last night. He said if he scored a goal early in the game, he usually got another one because he was just feeling good. 
What, what do you think the impact of that comeback can be on, on the conference? Will, yeah. there be, will be there be signs you hope to see tonight? <clears throat> so, a couple things for me. One, when it was four to one, and we weren't playing that well at four to one, obviously, that Cam made a couple really big saves. Because if it goes to five one, the game changes, the dynamics of the night change. And I think his couple big saves at that point in time just was such a big lift for the confidence of the players. And then we scored a power play goal early in the uh, third period. And how many times did we sit here last year, and I hate to live in the past, but did we say after a hockey game, we didn't get a big power play goal when we needed it. And here at four to one, we scored a big power play goal. Um, and it was a team effort, you know, obviously Connor's Connor, and he took his game to even another level in the third period. But I think they, to each player to a man, uh, I thought Payarvi played really well. I thought uh, uh, was really good in the third. It was just an exciting third period for the entire team. And then to see Darnell, who seems to be getting better each and every game and every year, score a pretty goal like the goal he scored was just tremendous. Wayne, uh, as we're here at Studio 99, I mean, it's kind of ironic. Uh, they showed you in the crowd in, Winnip in Winnipeg. Actually, you weren't in the crowd. You were down right by where the Oilers come on the ice. And I want to maybe get you to educate everybody here that's uh, listening at Studio 99 and listening driving into the game tonight to come down to Rogers Place. Uh, can you, how much more you can appreciate the speed of today's game when you're down at ice level as opposed to maybe when you're higher up? Because it, it really is an amazing thing, isn't it? It's so much different, and I was sitting up at the very top of the arena, and I really couldn't get a feel for the game, and I couldn't really get a sense of what was going on, and I kind of got frustrated and said, you know what, I'm going to go stand in the corner for the third period. So I went down there and got a chance to be right near the ice, and, you know, it's the greatest game in the world, and as you said, the players today are bigger and faster, um, and it's... Uh, you get a great appreciation for what these guys do and how fast they are when you're down by the ice. So not only was it fun being down there, but with the comeback was exciting. And as you guys know, it was a fun plane ride home. Could you? Well, yeah, it was a fun plane ride. Always good when you win. Yeah. Could you feel the energy from the players? Oh, yeah. Like I, I sensed, and I was just down by the locker room. They were extremely positive, even a four to one. and. The coaches were very positive. And again, I think a lot of that had to do with a couple of the big saves that Cam made to keep them in the game. Um, and that made for an exciting third period. All right, so Cam didn't give up the key one. You played with the goaltender, Grant Fuhr, who often didn't give up the key one. The film making Coco had its Edmonton premiere last night at Rogers Place. Uh, it's believed to be the largest crowd in Canadian history ever to see a documentary film. Oh, so really? That, yes. Uh, so Edmonton set another record. So there we go. There's yet another record. That's exciting. What it, did, was, it was really good. Um, you know, I thought, uh, first of all, some of the old footage is great to see. It's exciting to see. And then, you know, I've always said this uh, selfishly. I said Grant was the greatest goalie to ever play, and that's taken away nothing from anyone else. And we had some other good goalies that played here in Edmonton, guys like Ranford who won a cup, and Andy Moog won, played the game five against the Islanders when we won our first cup. But Grant was really special, and he gets very emotional in the uh, documentary. Uh, he speaks from his heart, which he was like that as a player and as a teammate. And uh, I'm glad for him and his wife that they had a wonderful night, and he's very proud of it. Uh, I'm from the school where goaltenders, Wayne, the less they say, 
the more it resonates and never show up one of your teammates and that's something about Grant and something about Cam Talbot you never see yeah. Cam Talbot sit there and give the stink eye to a defenseman any of that kind of stuff yeah you know the, the goaltender is such a, an important piece of a hockey team and if you look at over the years, teams that have won Stanley Cups have good goaltenders. That's a common denominator. And Cam is a real true professional. He's a great leader for this team. Um, I thought two years ago he was just phenomenal. And maybe the best goalie in the league two years ago. And then last year he started the year with a bad stomach injury. And I don't know if he ever got over it through the first 50 games. But he looks healthy and rested and ready to go now. Um, the team seems to have a lot more confidence in front now. But all in all, at the end of the day, uh, you never see Grant Fear point a finger at a defenseman or Cam Talbot point a finger at a defenseman. They're team guys. And I think one thing they both have in common is they just want to win. What the score is doesn't matter. It's about winning. All right, Wayne, we're going to give you one more here, and we have these coasters here in Studio 99, so people can actually write a question and a name on it. I think we're mostly going to use them after the game, but uh, Steve has written you one here. Besides having fun, any advice for my six-year-old twins who are start starting hockey this year? Six-year-old twins. <laughs> All right. I had walked through an arena one time about two years ago. My dad asked me to go to the local rink, and I said, okay. And when I got there, they had an eight-year-old team, and the coach said, will you come in and talk to my team? And I said, you know what, I'm the wrong guy for that. And he goes, no, no, I want you to come in and say a few words. So when I walked in, I said to them, remember, you're eight years old, doesn't matter if you win or lose, it's how many goals you get. <laughs> and I said to the coach, I told you I'm the wrong guy. Because at the age of seven, eight, nine, you just go play and enjoy it. Be as creative as you can, love the game. I, I talked to a guy today and I told him, you know, I loved hockey so much. I remember games when I was a kid. I remember every game in the NHL. Everything I have in my life is because of hockey and the National Hockey League. And I can't say enough good things about it. If you're lucky enough to make it in the NHL, it's the greatest life in the world. Don't ever give up that dream because even when I was 17, they told me I wasn't good enough to make it and I was too small. So. You got to have your own belief, and you got to work hard, and you got to love it. Uh, I got just uh, as a side here. You coached the same way when you coached yeah. Phoenix with those kids. <laughs> yeah. You had three uh, three rookies in the lineup the first year. Yeah, I had a lot of young kids, but I loved it. You know, because uh, the game gave me so much, and I truly enjoyed coaching them and being around them.